Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Let's talk about the number one most important nutrient for diabetic symptoms. Now, I could also name this presentation as the number one most important nutrient for losing weight or burning fat, because they're both directly related. Now, first, let me just touch on uh, diabetic symptoms, okay? We're talking about a situation where you have high blood glucose, high blood sugar. And when you have high sugar, you're also gonna have insulin resistance. You're gonna have uh, either high or low insulin. Usually it starts out high and then it goes low. And of course, another name for high blood sugar is diabetes. Hormones are communication, okay? Insulin is a communication that travels through the body and it follows the principles of communication between humans too. So you need a balance of talking and listening. I remember um, a while ago, my wife and I went to a restaurant and then we're walking out of the restaurant. And I remember as we're walking out, someone um, uh, started talking to us. Next thing you know, we're with them at their table for about an hour, okay? And both of us could not get a word in edgewise. I mean, they were just nonstop talking. And um, the minute that we tried to interject some communication, there was no listening. It was basically a one-way flow of constant communication towards us. And after a while, we're kind of like phasing out and we're ready to go. And so when there's just talking and no listening, we don't have communication, okay? Same thing happens in the body. When there's too much communication, like too much insulin, the cells are going to phase out. They're no longer going to be receptive to that communication. And that's what insulin resistance is. So we have a person on a high carb diet, they're stimulating a lot of insulin, the cells start to phase out, and now they don't work anymore. So what does the body do initially? It starts making more communication, more insulin to overcompensate, to kind of penetrate through and everything gets all messed up from there on out. So that's diabetes in a nutshell. Now, what are the symptoms of high blood sugar? You have, you're thirsty. Okay. You're more thirsty than usual. You're drinking all this water. You're peeing more frequently, especially at night for those people who get up several times a night. You have fatigue, especially after you eat. You may get some blurred vision. You are definitely hungrier than you should be. And you crave carbohydrates. And you have some mood changes. You might feel angry or you might feel sad. Now, on the flip side, when someone has low blood sugar, they might feel more nervous, anxiety, and worry. So that's a really good way to tell what's happening to someone's blood sugars on what's happening to their mood. All right, now let's talk about the nutrient that's related to this topic, okay? They did experiments in the 60s um, on certain medications that caused a potassium deficiency, and they always noticed that there is a problem with insulin. The person ended up with a insulin deficiency, and they ended up with insulin resistance, and they had higher blood sugars, and they didn't know why at first until they did some more research, and they found out that there's this huge relationship between potassium and blood sugars, okay? Insulin, that hormone communication, needs potassium 
to help regulate or lower blood sugars. And so if you have a deficiency of insulin or insulin resistance, okay, you're going to need more potassium to be able to balance out these blood sugars, okay? And if you don't have that, you're gonna have problems with your blood sugar. Your blood sugars are gonna start to go higher and higher and higher. And glucose needs potassium to be able to enter the cells. And so if your body doesn't have enough potassium and it doesn't enter the cells, then it can start to build up. So glucose starts to build up and you start developing a situation where you have high blood glucose. And when you have lowered amount of potassium in your body, you're more at risk for getting diabetes, as well as insulin resistance, weight gain, higher cholesterol, higher triglycerides, a fatty liver. So you can see potassium is really, really important in a lot of issues, simply because it's needed by insulin and your blood sugars. And on top of that, you have receptors for uh, potassium in pretty much every single cell in your body, because it's also involved in creating the battery effect of your cells. And this is why out of all the nutrients in your body, potassium is the number one that you need like the most of. You need 4,700 milligrams of potassium every single day. I mean, no other mineral is needed in that amount. All right, now the next point I wanna bring up is this. Your cells have minerals outside and inside the cell. And about 99% of all the potassium in your body is inside the cell. Only 1% is outside the cell. So if you get a blood test to measure your potassium, it's not gonna tell you anything about what's going on inside the cell where the real action is happening. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit on the outside, which you're rarely gonna get correct data. So if you're gonna test your potassium, you wanna make sure it's an intracellular potassium test. And one test you could do would be called a red blood cell potassium test. This is why when you go to the doctor and you get a blood test and they say your potassium levels are normal, well, you're just checking in the blood. You're not looking inside the cell. So you don't really know what's really going on. Now, how do you become deficient in potassium? Okay, well, eat a lot of sugar because the more sugar and more potassium deficient carbs, as in refined carbs, you consume, the more potassium you're gonna lose because potassium is sacrificed um, when you consume this refined sugar and carbs. Because in order to store a lot of these carbs, you need potassium. So the more carbs you eat, the less potassium you're gonna have in your body. Now there's other things that you might not realize that are creating the deficiency as well, like going out to restaurants that are loaded with hidden flavor enhancers like MSG, monosodium glutamate, right? Because the more sodium you have, the less potassium you're gonna have as well. The average person in America consumes about, I think a, a cup and a half of vegetables per day. Maybe that will give a person like one-tenth of what they really need. Now, if they're on a diuretic because they have high blood pressure, because they're potassium deficient, they're also gonna lose their potassium because one of the side effects of diuretics are a potassium deficiency. The more stress that someone goes through, the less potassium they're gonna have in their body because stress increases cortisol and cortisol creates a potassium deficiency. Also, just by being a diabetic, you're gonna require so much more potassium, you're gonna be deficient. If you exercise, you're gonna be also deficient in potassium. So you can see the problem. So many things can create a deficiency, yet we need this to help stabilize our blood sugars. So if you are a diabetic, 
uh, potassium is the most important mineral to start consuming to help regulate your blood sugars and then decrease the need for medication. And hopefully at some point, you know, make you not a diabetic anymore. Now, what foods are high in potassium? I mean, one cup of lima beans is over a thousand milligrams of potassium. Of course, that's not on the keto plan, so I don't recommend it. Avocados, okay? Avocados, one avocado will give you 800 milligrams of potassium. Great way to get your potassium and keto friendly. Melon, melon has about 1500 milligrams of potassium. Now, I don't recommend melon if you're on the ketogenic diet, but I do remember before I was on the ketogenic diet, I used to have fluid retention in my feet because I was doing so many carbs. And I remember uh, someone told me about juicing a melon. I just juiced the rind and I would drink the juice before bed. I'd wake up and just the fluid would just come right out. That was because when you increase your potassium, you can decrease the accumulation of salt and you can get rid of the excess fluid as well. All right, here's another one, brown sugar, okay? Brown sugar. Now, where does brown sugar come from? Well, if you're talking about sugar cane, it comes from sugar cane, which is actually high in potassium. But what happens is they refine it into white sugar and molasses, which is the waste product. And they might take some of this waste and, and put it into the white sugar and come up with brown sugar. But molasses is really high in potassium. But you don't want to do molasses because it has a lot of sugar in it. So really what you want is low glycemic uh, ways to get your potassium. Now, beet tops are loaded with potassium. So if you had a cup of beet tops, you would get 1300 milligrams. But beet tops are also high in oxalates, which can lead to kidney stones if you're susceptible. So what I recommend for your potassium is vegetables, leafy green salads. And so one cup of greens would give you about 500 milligrams of potassium. Now, remember, you need 4,700. So that means you would need to consume, if you're just relying on greens, you would need almost 10 cups. But realize there's other foods that you're going to get your potassium as well. Now, you could do an electrolyte powder. And of course, I'm not biased of my own, but it is the best quality because I made sure that the ingredients don't have any hidden maltodextrin, okay, which is a really terrible sugar that they put in flavorings. They put in citrates as far as the binding of the minerals, as well as in sweeteners too. And I'm talking about even stevia. So the point is, if you're going to do a electrolyte powder, you want to do a high quality electrolyte powder that doesn't add more sugar into it. So anyway, I wanted to create this uh, video to increase your awareness on a very important mineral uh, for blood sugars, diabetes, and even weight loss in general.